Drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. America, stay out the bushes. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. And welcome to a Wednesday, October 12th. It is almost halfway through October. Where is the time going? Where is the time going? It's wild. I don't know where it's going. Well, it is. I can tell you where it's going. You know, <clears throat> before there were clocks, right? There were sundials. I was going to say, they looked at the sun. Sundials, right? You look at the sun to tell what time of day it is. I can tell you what time of the month it is in October by the dwindling amount of Halloween candy we have in our trick-or-treat bowl because our Halloween candy that we ordered online, like millennials, we're not going to go to a store. We're, you think I'm going to get into the car and pollute the environment and my, on my disgusting gas-guzzling SUV and drive to Walmart, a disgusting big box retailer, and buy candy? No, I'm going to order it online, like a millennial. Exactly. So we ordered our candy online. Actually, Katie did the ordering. I had input into what it was. And... Um, the reserves are dwindling. I've been yapping at him not to do it, but something tells me I'm going to have to reorder. Hopefully not. Um, but also, our neighborhood's going wild with Halloween, and so we may need to keep Snoopy happy and uh, get him some friends. Oh, Snoopaloop needs friends. Yeah. Snoopaloop, Snoopaloop needs needs. I think we've talked have... about this before, but we have a Snoopy outside. Yeah, we have a Snoopy outside. He's dressed like Dracula. He's really cute. He's like waving at you. He's like the friendliest vampire ever. You're like, yeah, I guess you can take a little bit of my blood. Yeah, he's... Snoopy Dracula. You can have. You can. You can. You can take a nibble. You can take a nibble. You play like kisses with teeth when he Snoopy bites your ankles. <laughs> like you can get a little bit of that. You can get a little bit of blood that way. I'm not offended by that Snoopy. Vampire Snoopy. Vampiric Snoopy. Um. One of the great joys of this show is that I get to put together the content and then I get to chuck it over at Katie and see what her reaction is. All right, and, lay it on me. Yeah, and uh, the great thing is that today we are sort of, I say we, Arizona is in the center of... Uh, Mahalo, I'm a local. Native. <laughs> I'm a native. I'm a native. Is in the center of this political controversy. So today, tonight, was supposed to be the Katie hobbs Carry Lake debate. Oh, my God. Did we miss it? No. Okay. Because, as we all know, Katie Hobbs has refused to debate Carrie Lake. So, instead, it was supposed to be an interview with Carrie Lake. Which, that is fine. Yep. She shouldn't be denied camera time because the other lady is scared of her own shadow. Precisely. Precisely. So, the Clean Elections... The Citizens Clean Elections Commission, which does this in Arizona in conjunction with, I guess, Arizona... With Arizona PBS... Um, 
said, you know, hey, look, this is it. Hobbs isn't showing up, so Lake gets the airtime. Well, today it came out that the Hobbs campaign had worked out a separate interview with PBS on a different day and time where she would, you know, basically get equal airtime to Carrie Lake. And so the commission stepped in and said, whoa, 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 whoa. We don't think so. We don't think so. You're not going to put on just some separate event for Katie Hobbs. That's not how this elections. This is not. This isn't how elections are run in Arizona. You don't get. You don't get to decide when the candidates are going to show up and 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 what kind of comfort level they're going to be in. This is supposed to be a debate. She's literally the only person that's refusing to debate in all of these in all of these things. She doesn't get a she doesn't get a different she doesn't get special treatment. And PBS said, no, we're gonna give her special treatment. So the Citizens Clean Election Commission said, we're canceling. We're done. We're out. We're pulling out of this. No more. Nothing's going to happen. So Arizona PBS stepped in and said, We're running interference for Katie Hobbs because she's our preferred candidate. Right? It's PBS, public broadcasting. PBS ran interference for, for, for Katie Hobbs. And the Arizona Clean Elections Commission, which is part of the Arizona government, actually, the ArizonaCleanElections.gov, AZCleanElections.gov, um, said this is basically called shenanigans. So this is complete shenanigans, what you're doing. You can't do this. As a broadcast partner, you're, you're not supposed to be tipping the scales in favor of, of one candidate against the other. The fact that Katie Hobbs is a no-show to this debate says, says something about her campaign. That's part of what's supposed to be highlighted tonight. Right. She has that opportunity to be here. If she's not going to be there, you don't get to make a special concession for her and treat it as some, some special, you know, completely sanctioned interview or debate thing. That's not how this works. So... Um, so yeah, so it's kind of unfortunate that uh, that yeah, I mean Arizona PBS. Um, I mean you could, I mean we you all know this public broadcasting, but um, you know has has this is a, a a clear story of the media using its its all of its weight to tip the scales in the favor of a Democrat candidate. And this is happening not just in Arizona. And by the way, Lake Lake is 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 you know as we all know, this is a neck and neck race. I mean, if it was held today, I mean, Lake would might win 0.5 points, maybe a point. That's what I would probably pick it at right now. But it's neck and neck. Um, we're also starting to see the media run a, a lot of interference in in Pennsylvania. When it comes to John Fetterman. Now, John Fetterman gave his first television interview in a while to first national interview for sure for to NBC News. Oh. Right. Yeah. So so this was so this was the big deal that um, so this was the MSNBC reporter Dasha Birds. Um, had her sit-down interview with Pennsylvania Democratic Senator John Fetterman and revealed the unconventional needs the exchange required following the Democrats' stroke. Um, 
Closed captioning was required for the interview so Fetterman could better understand and respond to questions. Um, that doesn't sound promising. Yeah, how great is that? Yeah, but Byrne said once the Senate candidate is able to read questions, he's more able to respond. Not fully able to riff and respond, but he's more able. Without closed captioning, without the computers in front of him, this guy can't communicate with another human being. Yikes. That's yeah. what this reporter's saying. And with the computers in front of him, he's a little better. He's better. Um, she said it was very different from the sit-down they had uh, before the stroke. And look, this is not a shot at the guy. This is the tough thing. This is, this, is what, this is what the media fails to understand. It's not, we're not attacking John Fetterman because he had a stroke. A stroke is a nonpartisan event that could happen to anyone at any time. You don't know. Okay. Unfortunately, strokes are debilitating events. They cause issues with speech. They cause issues with comprehension. It's, 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 it's a serious event. And depending on the severity of the event... You can either recover quickly or you recover very slowly. And in the most extreme cases, you don't recover at all. That's what we're talking about. And this is what Democrats and the media don't understand, is that this is someone who has clearly had a significant stroke, one that he is trying his hardest to push through. But it is clear in this interview, this Dasha Burns from NBC is pointing out, this is someone who is just simply not there. Burns also revealed, though, that the small talk she shared with Fetterman before the interview revealed he does have other struggles lingering. It did seem that he had a hard time understanding our conversations. Not great. So what ha- So what do you think was the response from this? From who? Like the voters or the media? The media. Oh, they probably were like, he did great. Everything's great. Full-blown attack mode against this woman. Full-blown attack mode. Against Full- the interviewer? Full-blown attack mode against the interviewer. Oh. She's ableist. Oh. She's ableist. That, yeah. She doesn't understand it. Um, that uh, tech journalist, that angry woman, Kara Swisher. Yeah, yeah. Right, she's always angry. Never seen someone so. I've never seen this woman smile in my life. I don't know what caught. Well, I don't know what someone did to her. I don't know. Maybe Elon Musk has made too money. Jeff Bezos sold too many books. I don't know what it is. This woman's always angry. But she came out, and I guess she had a minor stroke. Yeah. Oh. First of all, if anyone's seen Kara, Kara Swisher speak. In the past, oh, I don't know, 10 years, um, or even in, let's just say, the last six months, um, if Kara Swisher cannot understand the difference between how she communicates with people and how John Fetterman communicates with people, then that is proof that strokes cause debilitating comprehension issues because the difference is night and day. But so she attacked, she was like, oh, I had a conversation with him, he's fine, you know, and there's someone who blah, 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 I had a stroke and 
I had a stroke and, you know, he seemed fine to me. All you have to do, and, and, and that's nonsensical because there's videotape of him struggling to communicate. Like there's consistent day after day video of him unable to communicate with people. So now CNN brings out Sanjay Gupta, and this is the worst. I don't understand how this guy still has a medical license. He goes on CNN, and he makes completely wild medical assessments that have no foundation in any sort of actual like assessment of the patient. And so they bring out Sanjay Gupta put, to put his MD to whatever claim that the Democrats want to have. Sanjay Gupta on Fetterman's ability to serve in the Senate after a stroke. Processing issue, not a comprehension issue. So here we have someone who just had a conversation with him saying he didn't know what was going on. Sanjay Gupta comes out here and says, no, 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 no. He's like, you know, I, I, I saw this. Um, he goes, listen to this. What I think is so important, John, speaking to John King, is that when we think about strokes, a lot of times people co-mingle what is a functional deficit, auditory hearing processing problem with cognition. He does not appear to have a problem with cognition, you know. He's responding quickly. He supposedly took a couple tests where he performed well on those tests. So I think that's it. I mean, he does not appear to have a problem with understanding comprehension. It's a processing issue that seems to be the case. And again, this is based on looking at these interviews, noting that he has not examined Fetterman firsthand. So I have not examined this patient, but let me give you a definitive declaration that this is not a comprehension issue. Mm, yeah. What, how is that? How, what, how is that allowed on television? And it's not like they're just honing in on this. Like you're not understanding of people's differences. That's not it. It's that you need to be able to perform a job. And if you can't perform that job, then you have to do something else. You can't have someone who is voting on the most important consequential issues that impact 320 plus, actually, forget that, impact every person on the planet. What America does impacts every person on the planet. You cannot have someone voting there who does not comprehend what he's voting on. You can't have someone there who is unable to communicate with other people without the assistance of computers and screens and oh we have to make every sort of we have to make sort of every sort of accommodation for this man and even then we still don't know if he completely understands what we're talking about and i get that they have to do that with diane feinstein right now but we can't have a second one okay we can't have a second one that's really bad it's really bad we're really sorry. John Fetterman, first of all, you're not qualified to be a United States Senator anyways. You're a trust fund brat through your 50s. You've never held a legitimate job in your life. You have no idea what it's like to get your hands dirty. And furthermore, you've never even signed the front of a check, so you can't even say that you're a business owner, okay? So you're not an entrepreneur. You're not someone who worked a job in his life. You're simply a layabout loser. And I'm sorry that you had a stroke, but fat lazy and stupid is no way to go through life son and the fact that you don't know what's going on in front of you makes things even worse 
period, end of sentence. So there we go. So that's the media trying to tip the scales in, in the favor of two candidates who have absolutely zero right to be in the United States Senate. I have to ask a question. How is CNN different from Alex Jones? Um, somehow they still have the reputation of not being a conspiracy theory Alex, news outlet. Alex Jones ordered to pay $965 million for Sandy Hook lies. A billion dollars to Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting victims' relatives and an FBI agent who said he turned their loss and trauma into years of torment by promoting the lie that the rampage was a hoax. I'd like to know how much money CNN made off of the Russia hoax. I'd like to know how much money CNN made off of the PP tape hoax. I'd love to know how much money CNN made running interference for the Biden campaign calling the Hunter Biden laptop story Russian disinformation. All things that were easily proven to be a lie at that time, yet CNN pushed. If Alex Jones has to pay a billion dollars to people who are upset at his performance art, which is what it is, why the heck shouldn't CNN have to cough up every single one of that $450 million that Trump is suing them for? I should have to. He should get more. And the reason they keep doing it is because there are no consequences for their actions. There's no consequences for the actions. There's no consequences. There's no consequences whatsoever for going on the air. And then they get to go because at the end of the day, you, it's like the newspapers don't get to issue a correction. We'll lie on A1, section A, page one, above the fold. They'll put out a bold-faced lie on A1, above the fold. And they'll issue the correction in section C, page 39, at the bottom, tiny print. Teeniest tiny print. That's how this game works, folks. The media is in this country has turned too many of us into idiots. And there's nothing better that we could do than turning off our televisions and removing social media from our lives. Um, I just simply don't understand why Alex Jones has to pay a billion dollars for saying the Sandy Hook shooting wasn't real when people go on MSNBC, CNN, and Fox News on a daily basis and spread complete lies and complete nonsense. It seems completely crazy to me. If Alex Jones has to pay up, CNN's got to pay up to Trump because there's no difference. They profited off of lies. They profited off of lies. And you want to know what the funniest thing today is? CNN.com today. FBI offers Christopher Steele $1 million to prove dossier claims. And guess what? The FBI supervisory agent Brian Auten testified that Steele never got the money because he could not, quote, prove the allegations. This is literally CNN.com who pushed Steele dossier 
every second on the second for years and years and years. And now there's a story here saying what we all knew at the time, which was this isn't true. This is just a made up. This is nothing more than than, you know, a Clinton supporter fan fiction, which is what it was. They said it wasn't fan fiction. It was paid for by the Clinton campaign. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So just remember that. CNN lied at the time. We all knew it was a lie at the time. We go prove it was a lie at the time. They pushed that lie. They will not be punished for it. But Alex Jones is going to be punished for his quote-unquote lie. All right. Next topic? That's in us something funny. <laughs> I didn't, I oh, didn't, I we didn't find even talk about the fact that we mentioned a couple of episodes ago, I don't remember which one, that McDonald's was bringing back adult Happy Meals. Yes. And then yesterday, I stumbled on an article where the workers are annoyed that they have to work more because everyone wants to buy the adult Happy Meal. And I'm just kind of like, that was the point. The point of the rollout was to sell the item. Oh, so they're mad that the promotion worked? Yeah, they're mad that it worked. So that's where we are. Um, Employees don't care about... If things are going well, because mm-hmm. I guess they don't understand that if things weren't going well, they wouldn't have a job. But anyway, listen, what do I know? They're there to they're there to make videos of the weird stuff they do behind the scenes and put that on TikTok. And that's fast food workers today. It's like the dancing nurses. <laughs> We're going to care for you. We're going to make a dance <laughs> during COVID when the dancing nurses on TikTok just made everyone absolutely infuriated. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't find anything funny today. Oh, well, I guess the funniest thing I found was like about the metaverse. So there's this apparently there's this company that has like 1.2 billion dollars invested in it called Decentraland. 1.2 billion dollars for this metaverse project. It has 38 active users. 38 38 daily active users. And they got how much money? 1.2 billion with a B. Billion dollars? With a B. 38 daily active users. Uh, BRB gonna go build some stupid thing on the metaverse. Wow. That's out of control. That's just disgusting. I thought we had gotten rid of this kind of runaway spending. Not but yet. $1.2 billion for 38 daily active users. Does it give a reason as to why they invested that? I don't know. That's just it. Okay. Maybe it's a money laundering scheme. It's got to be at this point. It's not, all of this crypto stuff seems like money laundering at this point. It's <laughs> <laughs> all seems like some gigantic scam. Um um but it's net yeah and they're like and of course meta is just shedding employees left and right yeah not a great place to work no because because the concept is idiotic no one wants to walk around with goggles all day pretending that they're in some other world (laughs) like people it's crazy you can't eat an adult happy meal in the metaverse Okay, you got to go out and get that thing for real. You're going to get a fake one. It's nuts. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. 
All right. This was short and sweet. It was short and sweet. Do we want... How long was it? We're at 24. 24. That's good. I think that's good enough. I just wanted to rip on this media, on this Senate candidates. It's unbelievable what they're doing. It's well, so unbelievable. Hopefully we can it's still watch too something. Believable. Hopefully we can still watch something. Hopefully I'll put something on. Yeah. All right. We will see you all on Friday. You won't see us. You'll hear us. Yeah, same. It's a saying. I don't want anyone to see me. Drill, baby, drill. He had such enormous fun that he called for another elephant to come. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Secretary Clinton. Stay out the bushes. Jet is a mess. <laughs> <laughs>